<laughs> There's the bell ringing. Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here today for our Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. Hopefully the bell's not too distracting. I'd have my window open. It's at that weird time where the uh, the uh, boiler heat is too much, but the uh, so I need to have my window open. All right. Um, we continue our catechesis today in 1 Samuel. Now we have uh, really the first battle of the anointed one, Sam, um, Saul, uh, but yet before his coronation, which we'll look at actually tomorrow. All right. So there's the bells complete. That's my cue. If I needed one. All right. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right, we say our psalm for this, or excuse me, our memory verse uh -huh, for this week, which happens to be a psalm. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Psalm 110, verse 1. All right, talked a little bit about that uh, last night in our Bible study on the book of Hebrews, which you can go back and watch and check. Um, actually put up on the screen, you could see some of the uh, illustrations of this from uh, ancient Egypt. Our psalm for t uh, this week, I should say, is Psalm 116. We say it together. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me, the pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord, O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed even when I spoke. I am greatly afflicted. I said in my alarm, all mankind are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. First reading today is from 1 John chapter 1 and 2. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life, the life was manifested, 
and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. There ends the reading. It's actually a unique epistle, um, or letter, because it doesn't start with all the greetings. Uh, It just jumps right in. Uh, which I like quite a bit. It's like, eh, just get after it, right? Just get at it. Of course, you hear um, the quotation that's used from this uh, in our rite of confession in Divine Service 1 and 2 as well. So all sorts of familiarity there. Good. A reading for catechesis today is from 1 Samuel chapter 11. Then Nahash the Ammonite came up and encamped against Jabesh Gilead, And all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a covenant with us, and we will serve you. And Nahash the Ammonite answered them, On this condition I will make a covenant with you, that I may put out all your right eyes and bring reproach upon on all Israel. Then the elders of Jabesh said to him, Hold off for seven days, that we may send messengers to all the territory of Israel, and then if there is no one to save us, we will come out to you. So the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul and told the news in the hearing of the people. And all the people lifted up their voices and wept. Now there was Saul coming behind the herd from the field. And Saul said, What troubles the people that they weep? And they told him the words of the men of Jabesh. Then the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard the news and his anger was greatly aroused. So he took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and sent them throughout all the territory of Israel by the hands of the messengers, saying, Whoever does not go out with Saul and Samuel to battle, so it shall be done to his oxen. And the fear of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out with one consent. When he numbered them in Bezek, the children of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. And they sent, or said to the messengers who came, Thus you shall say to the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, you shall have help. Then the messengers came and reported it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out to you, and you, that you may do with us whatever seems good to you. So it was on the next day that Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the camp, midst of the camp at the morning watch, and killed the Ammonites until the heat of day. And it happened that those who survived were scattered, so that no two of them were left together. 
Then the people said to Samuel, Who is he who said, Saul, Saul, reign over us? Bring the men, that, they, that we may put them to death. But Saul said, Not a man shall be put to death this day, for today the Lord has accomplished salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal and renew the kingdom there. So all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they made sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord, and there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. All right. So who besieged Jabesh-Gilead? I should actually put the map back up here so you can see it. All right, so you see the arrow. Um, These are the, the kingdoms as they were, not the kingdoms, excuse me, the tribes as they had oriented themselves um, in Cana, right? So Jabesh Gilead is in the land of Gad, right just south of East Manasseh. Manasseh split into two tribes. Um, and you can see all the northern tribes across the Jordan. So it's on the, uh, what would that be? The east side of the Jordan River, south of the Sea of Galilee, right at the north part of Gad. All right. So who was it? Oh, excuse me. There we go. Yeah, it was Nahash the Ammonite, right? Uh, what does Nahash mean? Let's see if you know any Hebrew here. No one knows? Okay. <laughs> Nahash means serpent, who also, of course, bears the name serpent. See Genesis 3, right? Satan does, the deceiver. Hmm. Coincidental? Probably not. Why was this the first enemy the, for the newly appoint, anointed king? The first enemy that he faced. Well, go back to what was said by Samuel back in chapter 10. I think we heard this yesterday. Um, when we talked about, well, actually it was Saul. At the very end of our reading yesterday, it said, some rebels said, how can this man save us? So they despised him and brought him no gifts. But he held his peace. And we talked about this. Jesus, before the shears is silent, that he held his peace before his executioners. So we have Saul being a, a imperfect type or shadow of Jesus, right? And the true king of Israel, the one who is to come, would of course face the serpent, um, the serpent, to save his people. So, uh, yeah, so we already have a, a picture of Christ and the Messiah, the anointed one, going out against the serpent who besieges the people, holds them captive. Uh, what did the men of Jabesh want? They wanted uh, a covenant, right? We might call it a treaty, a covenant of peace, a peace treaty. But of course, the condition that Nahash makes is that they have to put out or gouge out the right eye of all of them. Ooh. Pretty severe, yeah? Oh, so what does this tell us about dealing with the serpent? If you want to think bigger, not just Nahash, but the serpent. He always wants to bring disgrace upon us, shame, um, but also death. All right, those are his those are his goals. That's his objective. What's the response of the elders of Jabesh? Yeah, they say hold off for seven days, right? Uh, and we'll see if anyone will come out and fight for us. What happened when the news arrived at Gibeah? All the people lifted up their voices and wept. But what happened to Saul when he heard those words? Verse 6 here, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, came upon him um, in power, right? 
and actually aroused anger in him. Righteous anger, we would say, over the oppression of God's people. So what does Saul do? Uh, he takes a yoke that's a pair of oxen and sent, sent them out with messengers saying that if anyone, um, oh, and he also cut them in pieces, and then he sent them out with messengers saying if anyone did not follow after him and Samuel, any of the men, the same thing would happen to their oxen. It's a reasonable threat. Is this law or gospel? Well, I just said it's a threat. So what does that tell you? Yeah, this is the law. What? Defend, defend the people. How many men came to Bezek? Uh, 300,000 from Israel, right? And 30,000 from Judah is what we have there. Where did it note that? Yeah, it's right here in verse 8. Uh, what news was sent to Jabesh? Yeah, tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, so that would probably be, you know, noon or so, you shall have help. And what did the men of Jabesh tell the Ammonites? <laughs> that they would come out and surrender to them the next day. All right. Uh, how did Saul divide his men? Yeah, into three companies. So by ten thousands, right? And then by thousands. Why did Saul break the camp break into the or excuse me, when did Saul break into the camp of the Ammonites? Yeah, it says in the morning watch, which would be uh, between six AM and ten AM. And what did Saul and his men do to the Ammonites? He killed them in the heat of the day. Uh, what did the people say about those Israelites who had opposed Samuel's kinship or kingship, which we again heard yesterday, right at the end of our reading? There were some who said, "Can this man save us or not?" Any who opposed him, they said that they may be put to death. Hmm. But what did Saul say? No, no, no one shall be put to death today, for the Lord has accomplished salvation in Israel. And notice here again, this is the key. The Lord has accomplished. He's the subject of the verbs, right? He's the one doing the action, which is, uh, Saul's absolutely correct. And this, of course, answers the doubters because it's not Saul who's going to save them, but it's the Lord who saves Israel. He does it through his instrument, though, whose name is Saul here. Uh, what does Samuel then tell the people to do? Renew the kingdom, right? Go, come to Gilgal. Uh, or by kingdom, he means here the kingship. And of course, what had happened earlier at Gilgal, we talked about this, I believe yesterday. This is where all the men had been circumcised when they came into um, the land of Canaan back in Joshua 5. So here again, they'll make sacrifices, peace offerings, and they rejoiced in the Lord's salvation. Meditation on this text. The newly anointed King Saul faced Nahash, the serpent, to identify the true enemy of Israel. The Ammonites were used by the serpent to tempt and torment God's people. So now our Lord Jesus, who is the Christ, the anointed one, has come to crush the head of the serpent. He has come to rescue Israel from the power of death. He does not bring death, but bestows mercy upon all his enemies, that is, all of us who are his enemies by nature. He was tried during the last watch of the night that he might die for us in the heat of the day and slaughter our enemy, Satan. Our Lord daily calls us back to our baptism, 
for we are called to live under him and his kingdom. All right, so there's some more parallels. Um, the heat of the day is when the enemies are slaughtered. That's when Jesus died for our sins, right? He was tried during the last watch of the night and then brought out to be crucified during the morning watch, right? So we have Jesus actually becoming our enemy in order that we would no longer be his, taking our place as his enemies. All right, they call that the great uh, reversal or the sweet salvation swap uh, or the blessed exchange. So it goes by many names. All right, let's confess our table of duties for this week to parents. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians 6, verse 4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Ephesians 6, verse 1 through 3. We pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us the gift of children who are to be brought up in the training and instruction of the gospel of your Son. Give to all Christian fathers and mothers the strength and will to teach the word of God to their children and to see this responsibility as their most important duty. Deliver them from the temptation to abandon this sacred trust. Grant them faithfulness in their calling as parents that they might love and care for their children even as you love and care for them in Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Heavenly Father, Grant your grace in Christ to all Christian children that they might honor their parents in spite of their failings and enjoy a long and blessed life according to your will. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray on this Thursday for the church and her pastors, for missionaries, teachers, deaconesses, and other servants of Christ in his church, for the fruitful and salutary use of the blessed sacrament of the Lord's body and blood, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help us, good Lord, by the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray in Thanksgiving this day with Doug and Jeremy, who both celebrate their baptism, with Brian and Diane, who celebrate their anniversary, with Arthur, who rejoices in the gift of his baptism, with our sister congregations, Emmanuel Adel and St. Paul Falls, for the gift of new pastors, with Erin, who rejoices in her ongoing healing. We pray for those who are ill, receiving treatment or recovering, especially Tristan, Marcella, Jeremy, Kelsey, Amanda, Roy, John, and Timothy. Janice, Sandy, Linda, and Ken, Penny, and Blair, our homebound Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey, the missions and mercy work of the church, especially our mission of the month, Lutherans for Life, and Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray the collect for this week. O God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. Grant that we may love what you have commanded and desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world, our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would forgive me all my, excuse me, that you've kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we sing our hymn for this week. Uh, Stanzas 1 and 2 of At the Lamb's High Feast we sing. Good to see you all checking in here. Grace, Don, Karen, Chris, Gus, and Eileen, and Michael. Um, Eileen has a comment here. Finally found this on Don Pfeiffer Post. Um, Let me just see if I can't pull up for you my screen. Just give me a moment here. Um, And I can show you exactly how to go about fit the screen. Okay, good. You can see uh, my browser window now. All right. This is for Gus and Eileen, but anybody else. There's a couple ways uh, to make sure that you see our posts. So um, the first one, <laughs> uh, you get to see whatever comes up on my Facebook wall. Uh, this is Representative Shay Sortwell, who's up in Green Bay area. Oh, that moment when you realize not all your countrymen want freedom. Oh, yeah, there we go. This is uh, just what a great uh, state representative. Uh, it's worth following him. Uh, okay, so you want to go to our page, St. John... Uh, Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center. I'm going to interact with it as if I'm myself, so it looks like it does for you. All right, so give it a moment to reload. Okay, so this is what the page looks like. Uh, If you do it on your phone, it's going to look a little bit different. But here's what you want to do so that you get notifications when we go live. You see this button liked, all right? Um, That gets you part of the way there. So I'm going to unlike it, and I'm going to click like. 
All right, now that helps, but that's not gonna tell you if when we go live. What you need to do here is go to, click on the three buttons, the three uh, dots, and click follow settings. All right, and then you get all sorts of new options. It's gonna look different if you have a phone, um, but you get the basic idea. Um, if you wanna see our stuff always before everything else, you wanna change this to favorites, all right? Um, but also if you wanna get notification when we go live, go to live video here and say all notifications, all right? I'll do it again, click live video, all notifications, all right? And then you'll get, what will happen is that when, you, when we go live, um, you will see that pop up um, in, your, in your notifications here at the top, okay? Um, now, if you have a phone, it's going to look a little bit different, but you're going to still have those three options. Um, the other thing you can do is actually follow us on YouTube. So let's go there. Uh, go to our, our page there, which will look, uh, it's probably going to look different for me at first. Nope, that's how it looks. It looks like this. Uh, you can see we're still live. Uh, it'll be right here at the top. But again, you want to uh, see us. You want to click subscribe. I'm not going to unsubscribe. And then you want to click the bell and make sure you click all, not just personalized. All right, and then that will give you notifications when we go live there. All right, good so far. Um, how about, let's see if I can do, all right, so hopefully that's helpful for you. Uh, probably should have done that before, um, but at least gives you an idea then how to, how to um, make sure you get notifications when we go live. Um, I did post a few things on Facebook today talking about kind of the nature of the character of social media and how it is controlled speech. Um, these are publishing platforms. Um, these social media platforms are acting as if they're publishers and they're controlling what's posted and what's not, how often things are show up on your newsfeed when they're not, right? So that's why you have to go through all those hoops in order to make sure you promote our content to be the front of the page uh, so it's easily found. The alternative, of course, is uh, for us to just abandon these platforms <laughs> and use other platforms other than YouTube and Facebook um, to deliver the content. Uh, and, and it's always available on our website that way. Right? So you can always find it there, if not live, on replay. Um, so that's, that's the alternative for you. But if you want to make sure you catch us live, those are the ways to do it, uh, whether you're on a browser or you want to use your uh, phone device for notifications. All right? Yeah, so good. I should probably break that out as a separate video uh, so that people know how to do it. Maybe we'll do that. All right. Lord be with you all, and uh, we'll see you again uh, tomorrow morning. And Oh, and if you didn't catch last evening's Bible study on the book of Hebrews, you can go watch that uh, on all the platforms. All right. If anything, go to stjohnrandomlake.org slash church slash media, and you can get it there. All right. Lord be with you all, and we'll see you tomorrow.